Today we're going to give a little love to a three-letter word, and that word is ego. And what we're going to do is we're going to trick the ego into believing that it is safe, that it is comfortable, that it is in control, that it is able to manipulate. But what it doesn't realize is that we're on to it. And we know that it's been controlling our lives up to this point, and we no longer will allow that to happen. And today we're going to walk through many examples of how the ego controls people's lives and how they can shed the layers of ego control and learn to live a brand new life of abundance, peace, joy, compassion, and empathy. Let's get started. So I stumbled upon this picture on Instagram, which is my favorite social media platform. And it's a picture of two sculptures of two adults. And they're sitting back to back and their heads are down. Their arms are over their knees. Their legs are bent and they look distraught and sad and they're hollow and you can see through them and you can see a child inside each one of them. And that's representing their inner child. And each one of their inner child is reaching out to the other as if it wants to connect. Even though those two individuals are refusing to talk to each other because they are allowing their ego to take charge and to be divisive and be disruptive and to divide and conquer and to be selfish and angry and rude and protective and all those things and prideful. They're not connecting the way that they're meant to connect. And it, what it, what the picture says, says one of the most powerful art pieces from Burning Man, a sculpture of two adults after a disagreement, sitting with their backs to each other. Yet the inner child in both of them simply wants to connect. Age has many beautiful gifts, but one we could live without is the pride and resentment we hold on to when we have conflicts with others. The forgiving, free spirit of children is our true nature. Remember this when you feel stubborn. You hear this often if you're going through a life-changing awakening stage of your life or chapter. And it's something that's been highlighted for me a lot through my journey these last almost 24 months. And that's ego. And I've really looked at ego and looked at myself and what ego has done to me and how it's controlled the things that I've done. And I'm saying it as if it is this separate entity from myself that controls me. And to be honest, it kind of is. It depends on your perspective and how you want to look at it. So 
I'm going to walk you through ego and how it applies to my life, some of the things that I've done to dismantle ego-driven desires and behaviors in my own life and how you can apply these things to your life and get you to a place on the path, on the journey to your awakening and to no longer allowing outside forces that are actually within you that are controlled to a certain extent or they are uh, influenced by outside sources, but it really comes from within and your subconscious and the conditioning that you have lived through your entire life. Growing up as a child, you're born into a certain uh, situation, a certain family, a certain environment, a certain culture, a certain community, certain religious upbringing, those types of things. And you become conditioned by the words, by the actions, by the behaviors, by the silent cues and things that you observe and learn, and you become conditioned to believe and live in that same manner. You might question it to a certain extent, but you might actually be ridiculed or you might get um, abused in a manner that your parents are saying they love you and they're doing this because they love you and they're teaching you a lesson lesson because you shouldn't behave this way. And so then you are forced down through physical and verbal abuse to not release your true self and not to explore and you become conditioned to follow this comfortable, this safe space, these safe activities, this safe way of thinking. And when it comes up and it, you're challenging that environment, those in that environment that you're surrounding yourself with, your parents, your friends, your family, uh, your classmates, you become like an outsider and then you start to get made fun of and you end up being um, not liked and made fun of and it's not a very comfortable environment is not a very comfortable thing to experience. And so many of us have gone through this and we're still living it as adults. And we don't understand and realize that we can take ownership and take control and reprogram our subconscious, our mind, our brain, and flip the script and create new habits by not responding to these thoughts, this ego that is trying to protect us, quote unquote. However, it's really doing the opposite. It's keeping us safe. It's keeping us living in an environment that is not really safe and best for us. And it's not allowing us to grow. And ego controls all this. And if you allow it to control you, your entire life in every area is going to be under control. So ego is rude, right? Ego divides. Ego is angry. Ego disrupts. Ego destroys. Ego is selfish. Ego is a bully. Ego is divisive. Ego is familiar. Ego is prideful. Ego is defensive. Ego is protective. Ego is controlling. Ego is never wrong. Ego is manipulative. 
ego is short-tempered. Lose the ego and let love in. Now that's from an Instagram post that I shared back on October 21st. And I've been meaning to get around to recording a podcast episode about ego of those automatic responses, those automatic negative thoughts by awakening and by challenging and by stepping out of my comfort zone and maybe even doing the opposite of what I would have normally done that was safe and comfortable and what was familiar. So how is ego rude? Well, you're trying to protect yourself. Your ego is trying to protect you and keep you safe. And if someone challenges you or your ego, you can be a little bit uh, rude. You can, you can lash out, you can snap at someone, you can be condescending, uh, you can be downright mean, which is a form of being rude, because your ego is controlling you and it's not empathetic. And when you recognize this and you catch yourself responding in this way, ask yourself, why are you doing this? What, are, what is the purpose? What are you trying to do? Who are you trying to protect? What are you trying to gain from not listening to others and not looking at it from their perspective, which would be a form of empathy? Ego does divide. It divides up significant others, like in a marriage, boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, brother and sister, father and son, you name it. It divides. It divides a boss and this the boss's employees. And it does this because whoever is living in the ego is attempting to be in control. And if they are challenged and someone says, well, no, that's not actually right. It's really this way, or it should be done that way. Then the ego driven individual allows the ego to kick in and to divide and conquer, to show their authority and show their power. And often they do this in the form of anger because there's no happy medium when there's ego involved. It goes from, Hey, wow. You know, I always thought that, that he was a pretty cool, chill guy. And then one day he just snapped at me and I don't know what happened. I must have said something that triggered him. It triggered the subconscious and something that happened. Somehow the ego is trying to protect something that it has not healed from and it becomes angry and then it disrupts. Because it's trying to stay in charge, stay in control, be knowledgeable about what's going on, even if it does not know, but it wants to look as if it does know because it doesn't want to feel less than or be made fun of by others, it attempts to disrupt and then it can destroy the ego has destroyed many a man, many a woman, many a relationship, many a country through war, through physical abuse, through mental abuse, through the desire to be a boss and control 
the situation. Ego is divisive. That's just the way that it is. And it doesn't want to bring people together. It doesn't want to bring you closer to others. It wants to divide and it wants to conquer. Ego is familiar. It's comfortable. It's what you know. It's what your subconscious has been trained to believe that is what is your reality. And it's the reality that you've been living if you've been living with an ego-driven purpose. Now, pride, prideful. Ego is prideful, full of pride, right? And it just walks around with a chip on its shoulder like it knows everything and it's mightier than thou and it's like, oh, look at me. Look how great I am. I know everything and even if I don't know, I'm going to act as if I do know because God forbid that I'm going to be wrong. Defensive. Well, of course, I can't be wrong. I've got to be right. There's no way that I don't know whatever it is that you're asking of me. There's no possible way that that is even an option. And then you've got protective. Ego is attempting to protect what it knows, what it's used to, what it has been conditioned to believe and to do each day. And through that process, it's going to do everything that it can to keep you stuck living almost like Groundhog Day. If you haven't seen that movie, check it out. It's a great movie. Every single morning, he wakes up in the same place at the same time in the same bed, and he lives new experiences until he finally gets it right. He has been living in an ego-filled world every single day, and he must continue until he learns the lesson, and that's what life is all about. That's what living in your ego is all about. That's what shedding that layer of ego-filled desire that's what happens when you awaken. You destroy that ego and you become who you were meant to be. You speak your truth. Ego is controlling. It wants to drive the bus. It wants to lead the charge. It wants to be the first to speak. It wants to be the last to speak. It wants to be the one that everybody looks at and talks about as always knowing and always being right. And then, never wrong, of course. Well, gosh, <laughs> how could I ever not know something? How could I ever admit that I don't know something? And then manipulative. The ego uses all of these things to manipulate and to show that it is in control, that it is in power, that it is all-knowing, and that you will not tear it down and move it out of its comfort zone. And then, ultimately, short-tempered. And you're going to find people that are ego-driven and ego-filled and living, living a life with ego as the driver of their you know, bus and car, 
that they're gonna be they're gonna snap at you they're going to you're gonna have to walk on eggshells around them because they believe that they are the ones that are knowing everything and in control and can't be wrong so all of these characteristics pretty much lead to one place and that is destruction in all areas of your life sure you might have some successes for a period of time but it's going to come crashing down when others get tired of it when your relationships continue to be destroyed or be sabotaged because of ego filled desire to be in charge to be in control to be all-knowing to not be giving and selfless and loving and understanding and empathetic and compassionate and all those things that you need to be to be your true self and to connect vibration and with others and once you discover this and once you become awakened to the reality that you may have been living or living right now in this moment ego filled listen to this being like yeah whatever there's no way whoa pause take a step back if that's what you believe and that's what you're thinking that is from the ego so that rudeness the inclination to disrupt destroy bully you know pride get defensive controlling never wrong manipulative all those things that is ego so the first thing is is admitting that you have a problem right is the 12 steps never gone through the 12 steps i highly recommend it because you can apply it to all areas of your life there's an outstanding book called uh, recovery by russell brand that showed me that not only did i need to take ownership and take control of my alcoholism that i'm now almost two years sober from and turn that into one day at a time i had to face all the other things that I have not healed and that I've struggled with and that I was conditioned to respond and react and behave and think and feel and do and all those things that made me who I was. Now, deep down, I've always been a very um, kind, patient, loving, understanding person to a certain extent and then once someone challenged my ego and triggered me that's when i would explode not all the time but sometimes and i'm okay with admitting that recovery is about admitting your mistakes admitting your faults admitting the things that you need to improve upon and ego is something that everyone needs to recover from you may not eliminate ego forever but you can eliminate the majority of ego trying to take control of your life and the actions and the the words that you speak so today i want you to pause and reflect and think about yourself and be honest do you have some of these characteristics if you do it's okay but i want you to be honest and recognize them and i want you to write them down I want you to write down each of the traits that I have mentioned and anything else that you think of that define who you are or who you have been up to this point in your life. 
And then I want you to reflect on the things that you've done to other people, anyone that you may have hurt. And I want you to write that down as well. Name them by name. If you don't remember their full name, write their first name. If you don't remember the specific name, just write basically who they are and the situation that occurred. Get all this stuff out and then verbalize forgiving yourself. Apologize to yourself for behaving that way. And you need to work through each one of those and forgive yourself for those behaviors. And then you need to release that from yourself. You need to release that toxic energy that you've been holding on to that you may not even realize that was there that has kept you from living in the present and living your best life and allowing your heart to open. That's what ego does. It wants to keep you closed. It wants to keep you sheltered. It wants to keep you, quote unquote, safe, right? And it doesn't. It destroys and it tears down. It does nothing good. If you get in a position to where you're challenged, you're triggered, and your first response is to get angry or get a fight or flight mentality, that's where you know you've got a little bit of ego work to do and you need to dig down deep and look within and figure out what unhealed hurts and traumas have you not healed. And the way you do that is every time you get triggered and you catch yourself, write it down, make a note of what happened and then figure out what it was that happened that caused you to unconditionally, right? an unconditioned response, uh, your subconscious just boom, it reacted and it was something that was comfortable and something that was normal, something that was familiar. Look deep at each one of those triggers and figure out what it is and release it, verbalize it, tell yourself, visualize that you are releasing this energy, this negative energy that no longer serves you. And it's so powerful and it's going to take time. And you can do that through guided meditations. You can do that through meditations on your own, through nature immersion. Uh, get out and ride or walk and visualize these things. Visualize yourself releasing what no longer serves you, releasing these toxic energies that are holding you back, that are keeping you depressed, sad, and not living your best life and not being kind to others. You might be kind on the surface, but again, as soon as you get triggered and challenged, your ego steps in and says, nope, not today. And then what happened? You might've lost that friendship. You might've lost that relationship. You might not lose it immediately, but eventually you will because you're going to destroy it. And your ego is going to walk around being like, oh, look, we, look what I did. Hey, I'm still, I kept you protected. And here we are, we're still intact. And look at us, look, we still have this and that. But the reality is, if you don't have relationship with others on this planet, other souls on this planet, what do you really have? How empty and hollow will your life be if you continue to live that type of life? Money does not bring you happiness. You have to be happy 
internally first. Yes, you can receive lots of money. You can receive lots of things and buy things and go on trips and do this and that, but it's only temporary. Once it's just you and you alone, even if you have those things around you, once you turn the TV off, once you turn the music off, once there's nobody else around and you're just sitting there with your thoughts and you're not happy, it doesn't matter what you have materially or materialistically. None of that matters. It's what's inside and you've got everything that you need within you and you've got to recognize that ego and you've got to step back and pause and you've got to decide to own how you're going to respond to your ego's attempt to control you and keep you living in a conditioned way. At the end of the day, it's you and your thoughts. You wake up in the morning, it's you and your thoughts. Yes, you might have children. Yes, you might be married and you have those around you that you live with. But there is a moment, there is a time where it's just you and your thoughts. And your ego is going to keep you stuck in your head, living the past over and over, living what's safe, living what's comfortable to the ego. Once you challenge that and it becomes uncomfortable, what's on the other side of that uncomfortableness is such peace, such abundance, such opportunity, such joy, such beauty, such compassion, such empathy. I can't describe this enough for you. It is unbelievable. It is difficult. It is challenging. It is hard. It is emotional to get through it. But once you shed the layers of the ego that's holding you back and keeping you stuck and keeping your heart closed and not allowing you to receive what's meant for you and what's best for you and allowing life to flow. Once you unlock that door, you can't ever close it and you can't ever lock it back. It, it just creates a whole new outlook, a whole new perspective, a whole new world. And I tell you, it is so amazingly beautiful and peaceful and abundant. It, it, it warms you. It warms your soul. It warms your heart. You radiate this energy out to others, and it's unbelievable. And yes, you can get there. It's going to take time. It's going to take work. It's going to take dedication, commitment. It's going to take believing in yourself, but know that it is possible. And there are plenty of books, plenty of videos, plenty of podcasts, plenty of therapists, plenty of friends that you may have that can help you get through this. But it's going to take a lot of time 
with yourself in your thoughts and learning to observe those thoughts, not react or respond, and replace those automatic negative thoughts with something positive, with I am statements such as I am strong, I am happy, I am healthy, I am courageous, I am compassionate, I am empathetic, I am selfless, I am loving, I am understanding, I believe in myself, I have everything that I need within myself right now in this very moment, and I have the ability and the power to choose to decide to unlock that. And I know and I believe and I will live this way for the rest of my days and I will not allow these negative thoughts to control who I am. I will not allow the ego to control who I am because I know who I am and what I'm capable of. And if I understood as I do now, that I can take ownership of my thoughts, there's no way I would ever allow a negative thought to control my day again. I am not going to sit and stew and fester in something that someone else did to me, even if it was hurtful to me. I can choose to accept it. I can choose to not respond to it. I can choose to let that emotion release and go just for a brief time, but then know that I can now decide to change my mindset and my attitude and my perspective and be joyous, be appreciative for everything else that I have, everything else that has gone right, everything that's going to go right in this next moment. All I have is right now. And that happened and it's gone and it's over and it's past and I'm living right now and this is something new. And that's what you have to do to make your ego run away, tuck its tail between its legs and hide and bury its head in the sand and never allow it to come back out again. When it tries, you deflect it, you reprogram your mind to take ownership and no longer allow your ego to drive your life because the hardest person to walk away from is the person you spent years becoming. And that's what your ego is attempting to keep you doing is living in the past. Live right now. Live today. Live in this moment. Live your best life. Thank you so much for listening. I truly appreciate you. I just I have so much love and compassion and empathy for you. I'm so grateful that you're here on this journey with me. I just wish you abundance, peace, love, joy, happiness. Thank you so much. You have a blessed day. Till next time. Thank you for listening to the Change Through Pain podcast. I'm so grateful that you're here. As a men's coach, my mission is to empower men to have confidence, be disciplined, and live on purpose with passion. If you're a man who desires to replace current habits that are keeping you stuck by creating new habits that will transform your mental, physical, financial, and relational health, this program is for you. The first program I offer is a strategy session to sit down and unpack one challenge you're currently facing. The second program I offer is the Empower Hour. It's a one hour video chat and will focus on one area of your life you're unsatisfied with and help you determine a measurable action plan. The third program I offer is 30 Day Power Up. It's a four week high intensity wake up call. 
And the final one is the Man on a Mission. That is the signature program that will take you from where you are now and create the life you desire in 15 weeks. If you're interested in any of these, please learn more by visiting ChainsThroughPain.com. Thank you.